The entire team at Emsolation want to acknowledge that we are gathered on the traditional lands of the Wurundjeri people. We want to recognise that we are recording and telling our stories on the stolen land of our country's first storytellers. We wish to pay our respects to all Wurundjeri elders and ancestors and to extend that respect to any First Nations peoples who listen to Emsolation. We recognise Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people's continued connection to the land and waters of this country and acknowledge that sovereignty was never ceded. Always was, always will be. I was having a proper existential crisis at the Sex Museum. And Michael Lucas. There is sweat in my asshole. I am not good. This is Emsolation. What'd you leave the butter up for? <laughs> I need a coffee. You're in Emsolation. Well, hello there and welcome to Emsolation. My name is Em Rossiano. I'm a writer, a singer, a stand-up comedian, a maximalist power queen, a neurodivergent magic brain and a podcaster. And together with my best friend since I was 11... Screenwriter. What else am I? You so many things. I work in a bakery. But what do you normally say? Screenwriter. Yeah, okay, yeah, that's it. <laughs> so many things. That's a sweet way of saying... I haven't got bail. Oh, you've that. done Okay. <laughs> You're okay. Uh, screenwriter Michael Lucas, I bring you this podcast every week and right now we are live from New York City. I'm going to try and get some soundscapes. Hopefully hopefully someone beeps. Hang on, I'm sticking the mic out the window. God, this Come on, give us a beep. I'm going to leave it open until we get a beep. You we are in... the hum of air conditioning vents. Oh, it is, it is hotter than a wizard's crotch today. My God, I thought... I'd never knew schwitzing till I... Sh- you don't understand the <laughs> oppressive heat. I have had three outfit changes today and one cold bath. Like an old lady. Like my nana mm. used to have cold baths. Mm. I suspect for her oh, flushes. Yeah. But I've had, I'm going to have to have another cold bath after you leave. I still really? haven't cooled down. Really? From you making me climb the Brooklyn Bridge. <laughs> We're already questioning the use of the word climb. It, we did have a beautiful lunch in Brooklyn. <laughs> and for the, can I go straight into please, this? Please. For those who want to know the roller coaster like experience of traveling with them, we went, we picked a cafe in the Dumbo area of Brooklyn. Uh, Dumbo stands for Down, Down Under, Under Manhattan Bridge. I can't remember the O. Something. Anyway, great cafe. Loved it. And M sat down. Honestly, there was almost a Disney heroine glow about her. She was like, I'm, I'm feeling, I'm just feeling great. I'm, you know, Mentally, physically, I feel infused, I feel good. Not one speck of anxiety, not one speck of anxiety. So on that basis, I suggested we go for a walk. Yes, across the bridge. You just Cut. thought you would take my rare homeostasis <laughs> and just put it in a bin and set it on fire. Right. And then so, yeah, basically about 25 minutes after that, there is sweat <laughs> in my asshole. I am not good. Not good. <laughs> I thought I was going to die. No. But I I led her all the way (laughs) to anthropology and as soon as she stepped in there, she recovered and then bought a dress that she proclaimed she paid too much for. (laughs) It's because I felt like I hadn't bought anything yet and I needed to buy something and I did pay way too much. But we need to, we need to go back. We need to do this chronologically. So we only arrived on Friday. It feels like that I have been here a month. I feel like a harder New Yorker. 
Yeah. New Yorker. Yeah. New York. What'd you leave the butter out for? <laughs> I need a coffee. I know my way around now. I don't even need Google Maps mostly. And um, <laughs> so we arrived Friday. Uh, you, you were here already. I got in and then we just headed straight out. We yeah. just went out for dinner. We ended up at a Mexican place. We tried to get into a place called Kiki's. We tried Red on Dumois is where all the celebrities go. Yes. And it's like this French, no, Greek restaurant. We succeeded in getting in, but then they said it would be an hour and a half, which meant we would have been eating at like 10.30 and we're like, mm, nah. <laughs> no. But we, we had our dinner and then I had to go to bed and crash. But Saturday was the day. Oh. <laughs> Saturday was five days in one. <laughs> Honestly, if it had just been that day and we left New York, you would have felt like we've done it. We did it. What else can we possibly do? <laughs> It was ridiculous, the highs and the lows. Just physically, what happened that day? Anyway. No, Sunday was more of a roller coaster. So Sunday was Sex Museum, IV Drip. Uh, Saturday. Let's reflect on the near <laughs> shitting. Oh, no, the actual shit. Okay, the shitting. Right. Saturday. I just realised why I was so dehydrated, because I'd forgotten about the shitting and the alcohol. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so... Saturday morning, I popped on a stunning white linen jumpsuit from Zimmerman. As you do. And that was, considering what was to come, a brave choice. <laughs> you didn't know. Also, not practical footwear. No. Oh, they're okay. Like, they're my Trek sandals. They're the ones sure. I walk around Warren sure. in. But they're not the ones you do 30,000 steps in. No, they are not. So I got up quite early. I couldn't sleep. So I went for a big, long walk and Adrian <laughs> and Michael met me at a lovely restaurant for breakfast. I just want to say I woke up and my phone comes on and it's like, Amelia, 4.58. I'm up. I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pumped. I'm good to go. I did peak early that day. Oh, my God. I'm just watching back. So we have our breakfast. It's delicious. It's amazing. And then we decide to head to Central Central Park. Park. Controversially, this is another one of the weird backflips. I said... We'll catch, the sub- we'll catch the subway there. To horror from both Adrian and Em. Now Em's a committed subway rider. Can't I would just enough. ride the subway all day. Yeah, totally. It's totally. air-conditioned. It's yeah. quiet. You should have seen their faces as I led them down into the <laughs> underground as they navigated the stairs. <laughs> it's like you were taking us to the doors of hell. I'm not joking. It's hot and smelly. Everything smells like it's juice, New York juice. Mm. It's that piss mixed with, like, I don't even know. And then there's this scent that every hotel uses in the foyer. Mm-hmm. Have you noticed that one scent? I don't know. It's to mask mm-hmm. the New York juice. Mm-hmm. So we get on the train and it was fine, totally fine, right? Air-conditioned, great. Amazing. We <laughs> arrive and and it was hot. We start walking to Central Park. And as we're walking along, I start getting full-body sweats and that unmistakable just, like, Stabbing. Stabbing heat. There's diarrhoea coming. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm like going, do you remember the dance sequence in Enchanted? That's where this was. Also, this succeeds in succession. Like, and then M's going pale. And, and I, was trying, I was trying to purse my sphincter and just push it back up. <laughs> Basically, you know when you get to the point where if there's any sudden movements, yeah. farting's out oh, of the question. I know. yeah. So I had literally reversed my sphincter back up inside itself in the hope of just tying it off. Mm. And, then when I, and then I said to you, Michael, <laughs> I'm not okay. 
And then you said to me, there are public toilets. We are in Central Park yeah. on a 40-degree day on a Saturday. Mm, yeah. And Big I season. had to go into a public toilet. It was quite controversial because I led us deeper into the park, like, as opposed to turning around and going back. And I... Because I knew there were toilets near the fountain, but if you... I mean, you don't want to think too much about... Those toilets. The, but the toilets also, the doors, the stall doors are only about a metre tall. So right. you can see the person's head over the top <laughs> and nobody needed to be making eye contact with the woman who was extremely distressed. Look away! Oh. <laughs> and so the explosive diarrhoea came out and in America the toilet, the water's really close to your butt. <laughs> oh, God. So I'm hovering because I don't want to touch the seat as it is. Mm. So I'm in a full deep knee squat after having done 32,000 steps already <laughs> in those shoes. <laughs> in my white linen Zimmerman jumpsuit. <laughs> Can I say, is... <laughs> I took a picture of the three of us on a bridge soon after this and you just zoom in on Em's face. <laughs> that is a person that has been through something internally and externally. <laughs> and, so, and so I'm like, I'm fine, I'm fine. I have never willed myself to not shit my pants more. That I genuinely... And that my... <laughs> My inner monologue was like, this is going to happen. This is what's going to happen. You're going to shit your pants in Central Park on your first day in New York in your white linen suit. <laughs> on your way to Madonna's house. That's where we were going. <laughs> I think, look, Madonna would have fresh appreciation and empathy for an True. uncontrollable health event. Well, she would. <laughs> so I just wait. I'm going to shut the door. There's probably enough New York ambiance now and it's yeah. hot. So... So I thought it was over. <laughs> and then Which you let be? us deeper in. I'm not joking, into the ramble. And so the ramble is like the wild sort of like forest-like place where occasionally people get mugged or there's a gay beat or something like that. Anyway, but... Dude, you, I started looking for leaves and you, a pro, an appropriate yeah, tree. And you can't, like, it's a tangle. It's very hard to navigate your way through. And then all of a sudden she said, it's happening again. No, remember, I bent over. I had to bend... <laughs> Then a miracle did occur, to be fair, yeah. because there was a toilet right there. There was a toilet right there. It was there. amazing. It was and amazing. I went in there and, again, explosive diarrhoea, the <laughs> smell. Oh, my God, the, the hovering over the seat, the burning legs. <laughs> and then I had, the, I had all this disinfectant on me because of all the sensory. Like, if you couldn't think of a worse toilet than New York in the summer in Central Park, you can't. You can't think of a worse <laughs> toilet. I don't know. You could probably, we could have been Where? in Calcutta or somewhere what? like that in Delhi. <laughs> I don't know. I think there would be place. <laughs> I would. I'll accept Kuwait in the nineties, maybe. <laughs> anyway, could I have been any more Aussie then? Kuwait. Kuwait in the nineties. <laughs> so we end up. I said to Michael, "We need to leave the park. We need to find a chemist." Mm. And we were in Richie Richville by then. We're in Fifth Avenue, mm-hmm. and they don't have chemists. They have apocatheries, apocatheries. Mm, mm, mm. I went in there and I said, "I need some emodium." The emodium was $40. I couldn't believe it. If I literally did not have shit dripping out of my (laughs) asshole at that point, like a leaky tap. You would have been been pretty rock star if you said that. It's fucking outrageous. And I'm making a stand and I'm sorry, sir. There is now shit in your apothecary There is now store. a clean-up in aisle one. Okay, Code Brown, because you are extorting people. Because if you're going in for a modium, you're desperate. It's yeah, too late. You'll yeah, pay whatever totally. it takes. Yeah. 
So we did that and I, cr- I, I did it dry. I'd shoot it like a Tic Tac. Yes. <laughs> I had several of them. And then that stopped me up. It was fine. And we went and we stood out in front of Madonna's house and took a photo. Yeah. And look, what did we do after Madonna's house? Then we we sort of wandered our way in t- towards Times Square, but we went via sort of Tiffany's, Trump Tower. Oh, yeah. Um, we did 30 Rock. We tried to do the Nintendo shop for Elio, but the, the line, line... was too long. <gasps> but Times Square was extremely overwhelming. There was a gospel choir. Oh, that was so good. Yeah. They were only on for 30 seconds and then one of them started preaching and if she had a song that at me, I would have listened. Yeah, but totally. It was, it was too much God stuff. Yeah. Then we caught the train back down into yep. Greenwich Village. Yep. Yeah, went to Bleecker Street, the whole gay area. Yeah, great. Had <laughs> Adrian and I enjoyed some tacos. It was nil by mouth. I was nil by mouth. <laughs> Just in case, I nibbled on a few more emodiums mm. and then we came back here and I got dressed and I just decided I was not going to have diarrhoea anymore. I, it was quite remarkable because, to be honest, at that point I thought, <laughs> that's day one, she's done, she's done. No. No. I she, fucking backed it up. That's right. Phoenix. Holiday M. Holiday yeah. M yeah. is a trooper. That's right. Mate. She's a girl you want to go on holiday with. I had been shitting all day yeah. in 40-degree heat. I walked 30,000 steps in inappropriate shoes and I came downstairs in a stunning tutu. Oh, and then took us out for tapas, for Christ's sake. I, we drank two bottles of wine and I ate things that my body should not be having to process on top of the alcohol. No. But, you know, I just really thought I would test it. <laughs> and test it you did. And then we went to... Oh, we haven't even got to Maurice Crisis. We haven't even got to this. Can you believe how long this day has been going? Oh for? my God, this is still day one. Yeah. <laughs> we basically walked. And why? Because I said, do you want to get a cab? No. I don't do, walk. Can't do cabs. So we walked all yeah. the way back into Greenwich Village, into yeah. the gay part, and mm. then we were going to go to. We basically we looked at Stonewall, of course, the historical yes. Stonewall. Crossed ourselves. We went into Pieces, the drag bar. We did. But then, so Marie's crisis is very special to me and it is surreal that it's taken this many years to get M there. Marie's crisis is, uh, uh, it's sort of like a basement piano bar and... It's teensy tiny. Teensy tiny. Yeah. Cash only. Yeah. And basically what it is is there's a <laughs> piano and there's a snitchy gay, plays show tunes and everyone sings along. That's it. And there's fairy lights all over the roof. Nothing more He described more than that. him appropriately as comic book guy. But snitchy gay He had, if for those familiar with The Simpsons, yeah. he had comic book guy energy. Vibes. Worst episode ever. Yeah. 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 But was self-aware. Yeah. And I didn't know how it was going to go with them because it's very loud, very crowded, very hot. I mean, it, I just want to say she began this day by putting on her mask on the subway and then so it was hard to imagine <laughs> how she was going to go. In, like, I mean, there's no greater super spreader environment that you could be in. It's literally an underground shoebox where everyone's screaming the top of their lungs in your face. But anyway, she gets down there and within one song she takes it in and it's like, I can never leave. I decided. Yeah. Holiday M kicked in. She kicked in. I just decided. Yeah. You know what? You're going to be in the moment right now. But also his songs, Anytime I started to be, because sometimes... When I get overload, I can feel my fingernails, I can feel the hair on the back of my neck, I start to get all the senses. But as soon as he would play a song, I knew. Mm. It's like the autism left my body. 
And it was a Saturday night, so he was pulling out the favourites oh. and we did this unbelievable Disney medley that basically oh covered everything God. that we could possibly want. It's as close to going to church as I think I'll ever get. Yeah. It was, like, spiritual for me. Oh, and then there was there was Dear Evan Hansen was in oh. there, there was Wicked, there was... I mean, seriously, from your perspective, the weakest souls. was, was um, Les Mis. Oh. That was the bottom. I hate Les Mis. I love it. I know you do. Don't Controversially, I, I hate Les Mis. Mm. I've always hated it. It's fucking boring and people pretend it's good and it's not. No, it's great. It is not great. Uh, I will fight any musical theatre person that says they love Les Mis. I think they're just saying that because they think they have to say it. No Oh, uh, you probably I, I like chess it. too. Chess is rubbish. But chess is great. One night in Bangkok and the world's That's the only good song. Oyster. That's the only good song. What about I know him so well? Not nah, rubbish. Oh, Name on. one more Les chess Mis. song. You can't. Uh, true, I am struggling. You also like cats. No, I don't. Oh, your mum likes cats. Yeah, she likes She's cats. She's a cat's defender. defender. Yeah, that's yeah. right. That's I, right. I have an affection for it because it was the first musical that I saw. Yes. But no, I wouldn't say that. Hi, like gay. Hi, gay. <laughs> anyway. But so we did it. It was amazing. They were free pouring. Oh. Em was on the vodka. I was on the vodka and they... It's just vodka and wave water over the top. Like, and also they don't take card there. It was cash only. And M had controversially made a big deal about getting a whole lot of cash. And it was like the biggest vindication of getting cash. So she was like, take it, take the cash. Bring I was the vodka. so excited because I had tip anxiety, right? But I didn't mm. know now in America they build the tip into everything mm. when you pay by your card. Mm. So I've got all this dosh in my wallet. Mm. And you were like, you won't need it, you won't need it. Well... I fuck, we fucking um, You'd be hesitating it. about, should we get another drink? And then they start singing the Golden Girls theme. <laughs> we did not get back until 2 o'clock two, in the morning. Yeah. And yep. to put it, M started messaging me before 5. And bear in mind, biblical diarrhoea. Yeah. Dehydrated. Yeah. More alcohol. Yeah. So Sunday when I woke up. <laughs> yeah. But Holiday M was not going to be defeated. No. We went and we had breakfast at Balthazar. Yeah. Which, as we all famously know, is the restaurant where James Corden was banned for being rude to the staff. That's right. I overcompensated for that fact. Mm-hmm. I was so polite to the staff. Yeah, you feel a natural solidarity with Oh, that I staff. just wanted to say to them, I'm nothing like James Corden. Yeah, exactly. Like, am I better than Corden? Like, what did Corden yeah. do? Like, I'm way politer, <laughs> aren't I? Yeah. Like, I, we over-tipped the mm-hmm. whole thing. Mm-hmm. And I was sitting at Balthazar again lying to you about how bad I felt, genuinely was just in a monologue, just just sit up, just sit up, just sit up, just don't like, don't, don't vomit, don't vomit, don't vomit, don't vomit. I'd taken so much Imodium, I took a whole, stri- like I took a whole strip of them, like six. Mm, wow. And I had a cheesy <laughs> omelette. <laughs> <laughs> Comedian Amelia Rossiano has been found. She's had an overdose in you. What was it? Did she... How hardcore? What is that? What she? What pills did she take? Oh, I always knew she was a druggie. She it took was... so much ammonium, her body stopped pumping blood. Just everything was frozen in there. <laughs> so I took all this ammonium thing. I'll be fine. I had the omelette. Mm. And then did we go to the sex museum? We went to the sex museum. <laughs> I was so unwell. So we went to the sex museum. (laughs) We were wandering around Em's asking me existential questions. I'm sitting there looking at like some weird vintage vibrator from the and Em's like going, Tell them tell them tell them what I asked you. (laughs) Go on. Do you just is your baseline just do you feel happy? Is that 
how you live your life. You wander, you just feel happy. And I'm literally looking and like, honestly, a jackhammer dildo. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what it was about that environment, but I was watching you walk around and you genuinely look content. And then I just said, I just had to ask you, because I was really battling (laughs) at that point in time particularly. And I'm like, maybe Michael has the secret. Maybe there's something you can tell me. And you're like, yeah, yeah, generally, yeah. And I was like, wow, man. (laughs) I was having a proper existential crisis at the sex museum. (laughs) And I spent a lot of time thinking there was a chair with a juicer on it and women would sit on it and squeeze fruit up inside their birth canal, their vagines, and they would use the lips, their labia, to squeeze the fruit. That's some very strong pelvic floors. Mm, mm. And I was really thinking about that. That really triggered me. I don't know why. Mm. And then I needed to know if you just feel happy all the time. And then, yeah. and then we 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 ended up in a four D orgy sex movie. <laughs> we did. There was a, so there was the museum, which was a historical look at sex and representation of sex. But then there was sort of this weird fun house thing. <laughs> Which included many things, kind of carnival games with a sexual spin. So there was a game of whack-a-mole, but you had to stand in a toilet stall and penises would be thrust out and you had to, like, grab the penises and wank them. I won that. I didn't know you I were meant to wank them. Yeah, can I just point out that yeah. man didn't make the rules clear? Yeah. Because I thought it was a game of reflex. So once the dick comes out of the hole in the wall, yeah. you just pull it once. I didn't know you were meant to keep pulling it. So I only pulled each dick politely once and waited for it to go back inside its hole. Oh, no, you were in please. there like some kind of madman flying a plane. I mean, Jesus, I'm sorry. I didn't. I'm poor Scott. I mean, you just get one tug, that's it. Jeez, son. Oh, he's got time to wank a man, for God's sake. Anyway, do it yourself. Just over with me. Wives should not have to do that. Girlfriends, <laughs> straight, any, any woman, you, women should not have to wank men off. Truly. It's boring. Your arm gets tired. You never really get it right. They'll do it better. I'm sorry. I'm too old. No, no. <laughs> I'm too old. Can't do it. I've got. I've got tendonitis in my wrist. I can't do it. Don't want to do it. My shoulders are fucked. <laughs> Both shoulders are fucked. Yeah, that, that's true. Can't do it. Yeah. So you won penis whack a mole. Yeah. And then there was a slide that went through a lady's bottom. It was a slide, and you come out, or she gives Wasn't birth it? to you. Yes. Something like Something that. Something like that. But then the grand crescendo was there was a 4D experience, so in a theatre, and, of course, the fourth dimension is sort of physical interaction, which meant that the seats moved and also there was gusts of wind that went on our faces and liquid. That represented ejaculation. Yes. You haven't sold it well. well You're a writer. Paint the picture, please. It, uh, first of all, explain. You walk in there and it's like roller coaster seating. It is. It's... For those who have been to Warner Brothers Movie World, it's not, a, it's not dissimilar to the Batman ride up there. Basically, you get put on these seats that are going to move and there's a wraparound screen. So you're... you're wraparound screen, very important. Yeah, so your entire field of vision. But also only six seats in there. And so it's right. weird because there's only a couple... It's only you and two other people. So it's not a crowd where you can all... No. It's quite intimate. I know. And indeed, two people came in, they went behind us and they said, do you mind if we sit next to you? We didn't read enough into that, I don't think. But they, was... they, were, they were a good time. They were funny. I mean, I don't mean nothing happened. But no, they no, were... we were laughing. We were laughing. So you sit in these, they kind of look like, imagine like racing car seats meets roller, um, what am I trying to say? Yeah, roller coaster seats. 
So you sit there and the screen's wrapped around you and um, the, the seats start moving as you enter the human body that is taking part in an orgy. Yes, it was kind of, it was a surrealist kind of, I would describe it as like... How Escher, would you? Escher meets a Björk video meets Pornhub <laughs> is how I would describe it. And basically you would sort of, there would be all of these like symmetrical patterns of people in orgy, but then you'd fly right into their orifices. Right, and you, you would, yeah, and you would oscillate between orgy participant, voyage to the centre of the human body. Yes. It was this strange and it was kaleidoscopic and they were spinning and there was big penises flying at your face and then every now and then you get a gust of warm wind and then the seats would start massaging your bum. That was the crescendo. That was quite... You thought they'd done everything that they could do and then at a certain point and then do your you, bum and, got and massaged. Was the water spraying us? Were we being shot out of the eye of the penis? I didn't understand the metaphor. Yeah. Bart Hess. Here we go. Is the, oh, he's, he's quite a fascinating guy. He's a, he's a Dutch, internationally. Of course he's Dutch. Renowned Dutch designer. Mm-hmm. And it is called, the film he made is called Tunnel of Love. <laughs> it was. Yeah. And is there like, you know, that's the synopsis they give. Like how does he. Here we go. He describes it. Oh god. <laughs> in a small room at the Museum of Sex, Tunnel of Love takes you on an erotic roller coaster ride through the winding orifices of the human body. On this four-dimensional journey, one is immersed in a multitude of sensations, from the poking vibrations coming from your seat to the aroma and mist floating in the air around you. I don't actually get aroma that much. Synchronized with a pulsating rhythm and enveloping visual experience, Tunnel of Love is so much more than the retro ride at an amusement park. It is an erotic Odyssey that toys with the complexities of the human brain by creating an environment in which virtual fantasies transcend into an arousing physical dimension. <laughs> it was fucking cooked. It was, was so cooked. There was one moment where... <laughs> it was so cooked. Eventually the white dude is standing there completely naked, but it he, was he something was d- deeply strange with his penis and then I, and then I realised upon closer inspection... <laughs> That he was wearing a flesh jack, which was a, a phrase that. that yes, because it, it looked like his his penis had like a resin on it. Yes, a, 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 but with swirls on it. That's right, a ribbed resin. A ribbed resin mm. penis vase. I asked if it was a vase, yeah. <laughs> and you were able to educate me. Educate. There's a lot of emsolation listeners who wouldn't understand that. Yes, a flesh jack is it? One a would flesh call it a, jack. Um, uh, yes. Okay. It's a, it's a masturbation device. Right. So it's a sort of ribbed thing that you, yes, it, which sort of gives you more of a sensation of it yep. being in a human orifice than your own hand. Got basically. it. Basically. Yeah, that's Got it. Got it. Insert Wayne's World grabbed. Rib for her pleasure. Ew. My Ew. goodness, there's just been a lot of bits and a lot of fluids in this podcast. Who would have thought? Oh, well, it gets worse. Does Speaking it? of fluids. Well, yeah, we left each other after the sex museum because oh, you were. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I. It's better at this point, though. I was wandering around the streets of Manhattan and I thought I was going to die. I, I genuinely was just not good. <laughs> and, I, and, I, and I walked past, literally walked past Goop, Gwyneth's got a shop, mm. and I rounded a corner on Bleecker <laughs> Street and there was this wellness centre. Mm. And their big sign said, IV infusions, hungover, question mark. It was like a message from God. <laughs> and, I, and I'm like, I'm, I'm going to do it. So I went in mm. and I stood in front of these young girls and I said, I'm really jet lagged and really hungover and I need help. <laughs> 
So they led me to the menu mm. and I said, they said, you know, there was like 15 different IVs you could pick from because this mm. is New York. It's on every street corner mm. of this joint. And I said, I don't know, give me the most hectic one. Like give me the one that's got a hamburger with the lot. Mm. So I did. I got the mega boost. I didn't ask how much it cost. I should have. Mm. I should have asked how much it cost. Are you going to give us any more I will. than that? So we went in. Um, I had to do a consultation with a nurse via uh, a nurse and then a doctor had to talk to me via Zoom. And I sat in a Jason. Yeah. Really? I did not know that. Yep. I sat in a Jason recliner. Yep. She shoved the needle in my arm with a massive bag of vitamins and mm. I lay there for 40 minutes. I like totally passed out. Wow. And then I woke up to her taking it out of my arm and I stood up and I felt reborn. Amazing. I, fucking... I just want to say that she took a picture of a close-up <laughs> of the drip in her arm, sent it to me with no message. It's holiday, Em. I'm just sitting there all of a sudden, what the hell? What the hell? I mean, I did. I looked no, the... I did send him. I said I'm legit getting an IV fluid drip. I, I swear. I text you. I'm not one of those people that just puts up a hospital wristband or a shot of a needle and doesn't say why. I hate it when people do Look. that. No. It did not come through. Oh, it did. It, it did, did, it did, you little it shit. Did, it did. Okay. You know All when right. people, you know when friends on Instagram just post a picture of like their IV drip and they don't say anything. I honestly didn't say that, but I, but I must admit, I could tell from the kind of seat you're on that she's not yeah, in an nah. emergency department. So I, I feel great. I'm pepped up. I go to reception and they're like, "That'll be a 280 US." Woo! <laughs> US. That's like 480. Yeah, yeah, something. And I was like, "Fucking worth it." Yeah, it's worth it. Yeah. I don't care. You were revived. I was revived. And then I got myself some weed gummies. You did? I did. Yeah. Because you can buy them. It's legal here. And oh, um, practically illegal not to. I mean, they're just everywhere. You cannot, especially in the area where it, you it's smell crazy. it constantly. It's just it's all everywhere. the time. Yeah. It's like they're pumping it out into the street. Mm. And so I came back here and I had some weed gummies and I watched Red, White and Royal Blue. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Starbucks at home is calling on you to take extra time for yourself and hashtag fill your cup. It's time we all take a day dedicated to unapologetic relaxing, relishing in those long winter mornings at home and starting the day off just the way you want to, filling your cup, no matter how that may be. It comes as Starbucks at home announces two new flavours to its range. Starbucks by Nespresso Smooth Caramel and Creamy Vanilla Flavoured Coffee Pods, bringing you Starbucks' signature taste of high-quality cafe-style coffee made from 100% Arabica coffee beans to enjoy in the comfort of your own home. Available now in supermarkets, nationally, in-store and online. Red, White and Royal Blue is Amazon Prime's offering. It is a hit book. My daughter inhaled the book in two days. She loved it. Mm. And apparently this movie is a pales in comparison to the actual book. Right. But I would describe it as, like, low-key smart if Disney were in charge of the smart. And yes. it's very much akin to, say, a Netflix Christmas show. It you know, is. It those does soulless, have that vibe. yeah. Yeah, it also has some parallels with the American president, the Annette Benning and Michael Douglas Most movie, certainly. although much less smart. <laughs> much less smart. So the story is the Prince Harry vibe, that dude, he falls in love with the son of the US president, who is Uma Thurman, doing a terrible southern accent. Yeah. I sent you to the royal wedding, simple instructions. 
Don't cause an international incident. How's it going? You've done some pretty stupid things in your day, but this... Thanks for cake? Henry shoved me. An urge I currently share. <laughs> I don't know where to be. Emma Thurman in a community theatre production of <laughs> Still Magnolia's... Oh, that's me. I actually like her in it. I think she's good, but, yeah, the accent's distracting. The, it, the whole thing is just Stephen Fry is the king. Yeah. But it needed to either... The thing I loved about it was there was thrusting... There was two gay men having sex in the missionary position and there was thrusting. You didn't see it, but it, you could tell it was happening. You could. And also I really respected the very well-timed and accurate exhale that happened at that point because... Hi, gay. That is authenticity. Hi, gay. You don't want to inhale at that point, <laughs> contrary to... Well, you know, look, all I could think about was... Had he done the preparation? Yes. But he did make the joke, I went to boarding school in England, I know how to fuck a man. Mm, so mm, there was, that mm. was in there. I do, yes, I don't know at the boarding school how much preparation there was before. <laughs> but everything about it is implausible. You just have to give up on even trying to think about things like how they would secretly meet up, you mm, know, mm, and it, mm. it just couldn't, none of this could happen. No, and they also, when they hook up, they do it like in these very exposed hotel rooms with, like, literally the Eiffel Tower looking incredibly fake is right out the window. I mean, as if, as if a prince and the son of a president yeah. could be standing opposite these huge windows and not be papped a bazillion times. But, I mean, that's... that's you, have to, you have to suspend belief. Yeah, but the moment for me that... And I was stoned. <laughs> the moment for me was when Uma Thurman, he comes out to his mother slash the president, mm. a, a Texan Democrat who's running the country, apparently, mm. and and she's like, I think we're going to need some pizza. <laughs> mm, yeah. And then they sit on the couch and she's like, you know, we can, we've got to get you on the Troubadour, Troubadour, which is like prep, and, you know, um, H, but if you're, if you're a barn and the HPV. <laughs> I mean, look, she was all understanding about the fact that he was now having anal, but she still ordered him pizza. So she, did. she clearly didn't know what she was doing. I mean, that amount of carbs and gluten. <laughs> are you gay or bi or queer? What are you? And he's like, I'm bi. And she's like, darling, but remember, the B is not silent in LGBTQI. You love this movie. Laughter through tears is my favourite yeah. emotion. I want that on a T-shirt. If they had the courage of the convictions, they should have cast Dolly Parton as the president. A hundred And even million. though there's no way she could have given birth to that man, it doesn't matter. I wanted Dolly Parton yeah. or her mother. Like, I wanted the grandmother. Oh, she could have yeah. been the grandmother. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It was amazing. It's, it's dumb and stupid, but I loved it. And the reason I loved it is because do you know how many years worth of... Well, I said to you when we were kids, we got so many dumb and stupid heterosexual-focused relationship, silly teen, titillating, thrilling stuff. Oh, yeah. We kept watching them into adulthood. Yeah. I was a fully grown adult that bought a ticket for that Miley Cyrus, Liam Hemsworth movie totally. back in the day. Mm. Queer kids deserve this. And there's not a lot of trauma. It's just dumb. Yeah. You know, because oftentimes when we tell the queer stories, oh, they've got to be, like, steeped in meaning and everything's really, like, awful and, oh, God, that. we've got to, like, go and protest. <laughs> Why can't they Everyone just... watch the newsreader season two if you want that. <laughs> but the, my favourite thing is at the end, 
you know, the king is saying you have to keep this closeted and you can never tell anyone and we're going to say that, that the US made this up to stall trade negotiations with the, with the British government. Mm. We're going to say this was um, planted by US media. Mm. And, and then all of a sudden you hear this chanting coming from the, the court of Buckingham Palace. <laughs> And you don't see the crowd, but you see a reflection of the crowd. And there's rainbow flags. We love you. And they go out on the balcony like they're fucking Evita. And yeah. they hold hands and they kiss on the balcony of Buckingham yeah. Palace to a crowd we don't get to see, but we can hear. Yeah. And yeah. we see the reflection of rainbow flags. Yeah. It's incredible. The president also would have been another good role for Madge. It's hard <gasps> these days to think what could she possibly do on screen. That would have been one thing she could have done. <laughs> nah, Uma's okay. I liked it. The B is not silent. Uh, uh, you live for that line. <laughs> In LGBTQA. Anyway, I'm giving it 10 out of 10. It's fucking terrible. Mm. So, and Segway Hub. It's Emsolation Extra. Haven't subscribed to Emsolation Extra yet? Here's what you've missed out on this week. You found something that's like universal that everybody has to deal with, but most people avoid, and you found a way to make it less scary. But we- I don't want it to be scary, and I think well, that's that, what like- you're doing. You're shining a light into the dark places. Yeah, and like let's answer these questions, but first let's also just like draw the slate clean. Yeah, right. like let's just like okay. wipe it away because okay. what's the point of crucifying ourselves over past mistakes? Because I think you know what it is. It's the laying awake at 2am, which you went through, cycling through all the mistakes you've made, how you wish you had done better, how am I going to pay that bill, how am I going to pay the mortgage, how am I going to pay the rent, how am I going to pay the, the, the all these bills that are mounting up, you get scared of even opening emails, that then the private number phone calls start coming on oh, your no, phone. Oh, no, you don't answer private number you know? phone calls. Don't be dumb. And I think a lot of women take that on board and <clears> then... All of a sudden you feel like you're faced with having to eat an elephant. How the fuck do I eat an elephant here at a yeah, time? No, we, we, we wipe the slate clean because I think what we don't do, especially as women, is give ourselves any type of credit for mm. what we tried. Mm. You did the best thing that you could with the tools and the resources that you had at the time mm. and it might not be what today's you would have done because you know what today's you is? Way more educated. Yeah. She has so many more tools and resources that we would love to give to baby you. Yes. But she was learning. Yes. And she needs to be given the credit that Good. she deserves mm. so that we can move on and go, you know what, <laughs> it wasn't great. Mm. Smile and nod. It's okay. Because if we crucify ourselves, it's wasted time. Mm. It's wasted energy and it makes us feel like shit. Yeah. So why are we doing that? Mm. Let's go, all right, well, actually, em, let's work out what do you want to do? Do mm. you want to be good at money? Well, what the fuck does that mean? I do want to be good but at like, money, Victoria. But where do we start? What's the most stressful thing? What's the thing that you want to tackle first? My tax. What's the, exactly. Okay. For all of that and so much more, subscribe now at msolation.supercast.com. It's Emsolation Extra. There's no denying that when the weekend rolls around, we all have obligations. Whether that's social commitments we feel we can't say no to or chores that get in the way of hitting snooze on the alarm. But what if we could have a dedicated day to filling our own cups? Starbucks at Home is calling on Aussies to self-prioritise and take a day to relax unapologetically, relish in that long winter morning at home and start the day off just the way you want to. It comes as Starbucks at Home announces two new flavours to its range, bringing you Starbucks's signature taste of high-quality cafe-style coffee that you can enjoy in the comfort of your own home. 
The Starbucks by Nespresso range now includes the new smooth caramel-flavoured coffee pods, giving you buttery notes of sweet caramel in a delicious light roast. And the Starbucks by Nespresso creamy vanilla-flavoured coffee pods, which offer delightful notes of sweet vanilla and biscuit for a comforting pick-me-up. Take that extra time for yourself and fill your cup with Starbucks at home cafe quality coffee. I mean, that brings us to today in which we, uh, you've, you've already heard. Yeah, the highs and the lows. Of the Brooklyn Bridge. Yeah. But this week, let's let's just tell you what we have coming up. We have not even seen a single Broadway show. We're making up for it. We really are. We've basically got one every day now until we leave New York. Are we going to confess to all of them? I think we have to. We have to. We're seeing one that is problematic. We are. <laughs> We're seeing, we're beginning with Some Like It Hot. Amazing. Tony Award winning, cannot wait. I'm so excited. Then we're seeing Hades Town. Yes, amazing. So excited. Tony Award winning. Then we're seeing another show. <laughs> He's looking at me like, are we going to tell him? They know. We're seeing MJ the musical. Very problematic. He was, but this, we want to see it for ourselves. We want to see it and we are going to see it. Judge us. I would judge us, but we're going. And then finally, of course, bringing it home with who else? Leah Michelle. Leah Michelle in Funny Girl. We already have severe anxiety about she whether or not she'll go on. That if we get a text bitch. or if we arrive and they said, tonight the part of, like, honestly. I will go and find her in her Tribeca apartment, grab her ponytail and drag her to that theatre and I'll be like, sing, bitch. I just want one song. Yeah. I'm only going for one song. Yeah. And that's it. <laughs> I don't care for the rest of the songs. I barely know them. I don't care for the storyline. <laughs> I just want, don't tell me not to live. That's all I want. Former Glee star Leah Michelle <laughs> suffered a home invasion. After a tense standoff with police, finally she was released after she performed an a cappella version of Don't Rain On My Parade. <laughs> all I want is Don't Rain On My Parade. So I'm up. Yeah. And I'll be happy. Yeah. So we've got a big week ahead of us. We're going to a very special members-only club on Wednesday night, Zero Bond. My friend who lives here, Lee, he's like gay about town, knows everyone. Yeah. And I've just looked it up. It's $5,000 to get a membership, to apply for a membership, and then you've got to pay something like that a month. It's crazy. Kim Kardashian and Pete Davidson used to meet there for clandestine hookups. Wow. We're going there. How exciting. I know. Luckily, this goes out after we go there because otherwise I don't think they'd let us in if they knew we were talking about it like this. Yeah, no. And you're not allowed like, oh, can I read you? Can I read you what the bio of the club says? It's the wa- live Google Music, please seek. Um, let me tell you what it says. You're going to laugh so hard. Wait, zero bond. Um, oh, God. Zero. Here we go. About. Are you ready? This is membership. While we do not discriminate based on race, socioeconomic status or profession, we are highly particular on character. We will only accept members that display a high level of integrity and demonstrate an ability to contribute to our zero bond community. Upon submitting a formal application that costs $5,000... The membership committee will review and render a decision on acceptance after taking into account all aspects of the person's character. Wow. 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 Jesus Christ. This is where we're going. This it's like you have to be vetted like a presidential totally. candidate to get in there. You have to send a headshot. You have to send a, you wow. have to send a problem. Well, 
You have to send a headshot. You'd be, you'd be fine with that. <laughs> I have so many. So that's we're going. We're in, we're going as a guest. Like my friends are member there because he knows everyone in New York. He's very uppity up up. Leaking. Lee's the, Lee's the guy calling you on a reservation. And what sites do you still want to see? Surprisingly, you seem very partial to seeing Lady Liberty. I do want to see Lady Liberty. Yeah. I do. She's camp. And I just feel an affinity to her. She's one of us. Yeah. She's 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 here for my people. Totally. She's that's the beacon true. Yes. of. Yes. The Italians, right. yes. welcome. Please come in. Doesn't particularly want to go to the top of any buildings, really, do no. you? No, I'm looking out now. It looks beautiful. I can see. <laughs> okay. So, look, we'll keep you informed. We'll keep you up to date. For all our M Slation Extra listeners, you will get... Oh, you're going to get all the musical reviews on Friday for the special. Oh, and by then we'll have seen, of course, Kim Cottrell as Samantha, so obviously... Oh, we'll have an, a whole... We'll have to do OK Stop on that. When that episode rolls out, we will be staying in the Meatpacking District, which was Samantha's home. We are staying in Samantha's home? Yeah. Like, it's meant to be. Can we just segue, Harp? Aiden in those Y-front jocks and the crying in the car over the sun... He has become, for me, the villain. Oh, really? As Shay was for season one. Aiden is Aiden for season has two. taken He's season really two. He's really going for it. John Corbett, he got his way back into the show and he is not missing a moment. <laughs> I mean, you know what's going to happen? You know what I'm predicting? Mm. In the end, Miranda will move in with her and the true love of her life is mm. her three best friends. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, she doesn't need no man. Right. Because she's got love. Yeah. She's got those women. Yeah. I don't think Carrie's going to end up with anyone. Yeah, okay. I do not, especially not Aiden in those fucking Y-fronts. Who made that decision? My grandfather used to wear those jocks. My dad doesn't even wear those jocks and he's 70. Who decided? To, they look like a nappy. Yeah, I mean, what? A, I mean, it, he's really taking you on a ride from that military jacket he showed up in all the way to the Y-fronts. Oh, to the crying. One extreme to the other and then the crying, yes. <laughs> We're awful. Anyway. All right, that's it, M Slaters, for your very special live. And then next week we'll be live... Palm Springs. Yeah. From the pool. We'll literally be doing it. Do you know how hot it's going to be there? 45. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm not leaving the pool. Okay. I'm not going to be hiking the fucking Brooklyn Bridge, that's for sure, you <laughs> dickhead. All right. It's beautiful. Bye-bye. Bye. Like what you heard and want more? m is a totally independent neurodivergent female-led podcast which you can help support by subscribing to Emsolation Extra. Get exclusive bonus episodes every Tuesday. Question time with Em and Michael, pre-show meetings, videos of the podcast recording, pre-sale access to live events and discount merch, a weekly newsletter and so much more. Help us by subscribing now or gift a subscription to someone you love at emsolation.supercast.com or get the link via Emsolation socials. Emsolation with M. Rossiano is recorded at Down the Hill Studios. Hosted by M. Rossiano with Michael Lucas. Executive produced by Benjamin Wosley. Produced by M. Rossiano. Edited by Ezekiel Fenn. Socials by M. Rossiano, Benjamin Wosley and Marcella Rossiano Barrow. With assistance from Jem Evans and Georgia Watts. With videos by James Henderson. Follow us on Instagram at Emsolation Podcast and join Join other Emsolators at the Emsolation Group on Facebook. The answer is Harry Styles. Please take the time to share this podcast with a friend. Give us a five-star rating and make sure you're following us on whatever podcast app you use by hitting the follow button. Thanks for listening and we can't wait to chat with you again soon. (laughs) 